So what a week it's been so far. Um, seven days ago, we were together here in, in, the, in the church, in the building. Uh, and from the time we've left Sunday to today, it has been quite the adventure. Um, Monday morning, I woke up and began to see things on, on, on the news. And, and I posted on our website and I posted on Facebook, our Facebook page and, and the Instagram page that, you know, we were, we were monitoring the, situ- the situation and we were still planning on having everybody join for Sunday morning service. And uh, we, we were going to cancel the Wednesday, but we were still planning on getting together Sunday morning. Uh, but then I began to pray throughout that entire day and, and just the demographic of our church and just the way things were rolling out. Um, by, I think by that evening, I had posted that we were going to have to cancel just because of the way that, that everything was going. And listen, it doesn't matter what you think of this virus. It doesn't matter what you think of the, 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 all the, the, the things that are in line and, and going on. Uh, we have to stay strong, church, as Trev said, and know that God has it all. God has everything in control. And um, we have to stand on that. But uh, again, thank God for the technology that we have to still be able to, to get together via video. Uh, if you hear any weird noises, I promise it wasn't me, it was Tom. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, so let, you know, let, let's just recap really quick. I mean, we, what we talked about last week, I mean, that, that message is still very, very strong in my heart about peace within the chaos and how we, we're not, we don't have to take this spirit of fear that's been being handed out like candy right now. The devil's on a rampage. He's, he's using fear and panic and anxiety to, to really turn this world into, and paralyze this world. But we learned last week that we don't have to take that. And if we've taken that, we've taken the wrong thing from the wrong person. We, we need to take the, what God has given us, which is that is of power and of love and of a sound mind and a reasonable a, a mind. And so... Even though the events of this week may have even spawned more anxiety and fear into the public with San Francisco uh, starting the, the whole thing with, with uh, going shelter in place uh, with them with six other country, uh, counties rather uh, early last week. And then a few days later, uh, they, they, San Luis Obispo goes into to, uh, to shelter in place. And, and if you know us here, we're, we're, that's right next door to us. And so you begin to ask questions. You begin to wonder what's going on. And, and then, of course, Thursday night, uh, our governor decides that he's putting the entire state on, on shelter in place. Uh, essential businesses can stay, of course, open, and, and non-essential people stay home, basically. The, the term was stay in place, shelter in place. Uh, to keep from the spreading of this of this virus, um, but I want to ask a question this morning: um, Where is our shelter? Where is our true protection? Um, I want to ask you if you have this morning your Bibles. If, if you're watching on your phone, uh, grab an actual physical Bible, or or if you have a Bible next to you, because we are going to do some reading. I'm going to ask you to to put your finger on Psalms 91. I'm going to ask you to go to Psalms 46, verse 1, and then I'll read Psalms 18, 2. Those are the three portions of Scripture I want to make sure that you physically see if you can in your word or on your phone if you, if you have it. But I want to start with, with Psalms 46, 1. We've got the issues with this mic. We apologize. I think it's interference on the wire. Check that wireless thing. Um, Psalms 46, 1. 
uh, is the first scripture we want to look at. And it says that God is our safe place and our strength. He is always our help when we are in trouble. So we will not be afraid. Why won't we be afraid? Because God is our safe place. God is our strength. He is always, it doesn't say sometimes, it says always our help when we are in trouble. And so we will not be afraid, verse 2 says, even if the earth is shaken and the mountains fall into the center of the sea, and even if the waters go wild with storm and the mountains shake with, with, with action. Let me tell you what, there's been earthquakes since this whole epic pandemic. There's been floods since this pandemic, just in this nation alone. But you don't hear a lot about it because the noise is so loud about what, this virus. Can I tell you, God's still in control this morning. He's still in control no matter what. You know what I'm saying? We had a little earthquake even in Lompoc last week. You know, but, but it, was, it was peanuts compared to all this other noise. But can I tell you this morning that God is our safe place. It, he should be the one that we find and gather our strength from. He's the one that we should find our help from. He's the one that we, no matter even if we were, find ourselves in an outbreak. Or we find ourselves in a financial situation. Or we find ourselves in whatever situation in life when trouble arises. God should be our foundation. God should be our shelter. He should be our safe place. And we need to learn that church. We need to learn to look to our shelter. We need to look to our safe place. And hunker down in the peace shelter in his peace is the name of the message this morning because we've got to learn to do that church Amen. Psalms 18 2 says the Lord is my rock and my safe place and the one who takes me out of trouble my God is my rock in whom I am safe he is my safe covering, my saving strength, my strong tower. Can I just ask you to this morning, maybe you want to jot these, these scriptures down for such a time as this. But not only that, when you get in trouble, when this all blows over or the next situation that comes, these scriptures are foundational. They're not just for today, but they are for every day that we walk. Psalm 16, 1 says, protect me, O God, for I have taken shelter in you. Psalms 9, 9 says, the Lord also keeps us safe, those who suffer. He is a safe place in the times of trouble. Do you see a pattern here, church? Do you see a pattern that's happening? Where do we need to be to be covered in his, in his safety, to be saved from our troubles? In the shelter, in God's shelter, Amen. is where we're supposed to be. In Psalm 62, verses 7 and 8 says, God delivers me and exalts me. God is my strong protector and my shelter. Then it goes on to say, trust him at all times, you people. Trust him at all times. Not just when the sun is shining. Not just when, when the birds are singing, but when the rocks are falling down. When people are running around afraid to touch you. Trust God at all times. Pour out your hearts before Him. God is our shelter, is what it says at the end of that verse. The Lord is near to all who call on Him. To all who call on Him in truth. 
Psalms 145, 18. And so I would ask this question, church, why worry? Be happy. Luke 12, 25, God, Jesus said this, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? No. Not even close. What's it going to do? It's actually going to kill your life. Stress kills your life. Worrying takes away from today's life, today's joy. That's exactly what the enemy was going to do, to kill, seal, destroy. And so if he can put worry into our vocabulary, if he can put concern and anxiety and fear in our hearts, then guess what? He's taken a pretty large part of our life, even the Christian. But Jesus says this, in John 16:33, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. Amen. In this world, guess what? You're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some issues. You're going to have some drama. Jesus told us this. And for some reason, we get in this mindset when we become a Christian that we, it's, it's sunflowers and daisies. But Christian, it's not. It's difficult. And there's times that we come against hard times. But Jesus finishes that statement with this. But take heart. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. So remember as we talked about. Don't take that spirit of fear from the enemy. Don't take the candy that the candy man's dishing out this morning. Don't get the ice cream from the wrong ice cream truck this morning. I'm telling you, get what we're supposed to get from God. That spirit of power, that spirit of love, that spirit of a sound mind. Keep yourself in reason. Keep the common sense. Wash your hands. Keep your distance if someone's sick. It really is that easy. We don't have to take this fear and this panic, Christian. We've just got to be aware. We've just got to be aware. Because why? Because God promises to shelter us and take care of our every need. That's God's word, not Sean's word. God says, I'm going to take care of your every need. Yeah, he does promise to shelter us. But yet Jesus said, hey, you're going to suffer too. You're going to struggle too. And we live in a fallen world, in a broken world. I would ask this morning, are you guilty of maybe blaming God when things ruin your normal life? Are you, are you, can you say, you know, there are people that say, you know, our God doesn't keep his promises. And I'm not talking about just the world. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about us Christians. When God messes up our normal life, we get a little attitude. We get a little bit of a a fissy, a fussy, whatever you want to call it. We say, we've put our trust in him to protect us and he's let us down. Now God hasn't let you down at all. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so God still has us. Everyone looks for life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness in this life. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a life to live after this life. We're just passing through. Can I tell you, if you want life, liberty, and truth, what's what's going to happen when we get to heaven? Amen. We're just getting through right now. Yes. But for some reason, when we even get liberty, life, and the pursuit of happiness, it's not enough. 
We've become a spoiled people. Even the church. May I remind the church today that God has given to us greater gifts than what we can ask for or even expect. Now I need you to follow with me. Because if you look at the beginning of Psalms 46, 8, if you still have your finger on 46, I'm just going to read the first couple of words. It says, come and see the works of the Lord. Amen. So I want to go down a list briefly and just have us refocus our eyes this morning. Refocus our thoughts this morning. And let's come and see what the Lord has actually done for us this morning. Come and see that a baby was born in a manger. Come and see that a man was betrayed, arrested, mocked, beaten, tortured, and finally hung on a cross. Come and see a Savior who pleads for our forgiveness this morning. Come and see a Jesus who takes our punishment so that we might be freed this morning. Come and see the empty tomb. Come and see the resurrected God this morning. Come and see what God has given. And don't give us the excuse God ain't given us anything. Amen. You can't stand on that no more, church. God has and always will give us greater gifts than what we ask or deserve. Always. You, he will never give us less than. He will always give us more than. Because that's the kind of God He is. Let me tell you what, we ask for lamb chops, he gives us the lamb of God who takes away all the sin of the world. We ask for bread, he gives us the bread of life. We ask for clothes, he gives us the robe of righteousness. We ask for shoes, and he bends down and he washes our feet, and he puts shoes on, and he fits our feet feet in readiness to to go and spread the gospel of peace. We ask for peace, and he gives us the peace that passes all understanding. We ask for shelter, and he goes to prepare a place for us in his father's mansion tonight, today. We ask for life, and he gives us eternal life. So don't tell me God don't take care of our needs and go over and beyond, because he does this. This morning. He does. he does this morning. Christians, we don't have to get the toilet paper syndrome. Yes. We don't have to live amongst the panic and the chaos that the, the enemy's spitting out this morning. We have a God who takes care of everything we've ever needed in the past. He's taking care of your very needs this morning, and He will take care of every need you have tomorrow and beyond. He's already got this taken care of. He's already got his people taken care of. In times of distress and chaos and utter confusion, listen church, here's what we need to do. Shelter in peace. God's word calls the order out today. Shelter in peace. Shelter in his peace this morning. Peace that passes all understanding. Let me just back up. All understanding. That means it passes all how, all when, all why, all understanding. It surpasses all questions that we may have. His peace suppresses and suppresses us. If we do this, can I tell you, you're going to have some people look at you weirder than they did when you had toilet paper in your cart. If you're walking around with this peace, sheltered in this peace, can I tell you this morning, they're going to look at you and and they're going to look at you and say, 
How are you so calm? Aren't you stressing out about all this? Even the devil, can I tell you, will be confused if we accept the Lord's peace this morning. If we shelter in peace this morning, the devil's going to be confused. He's not going to understand why you're not running around this morning panicking and crying. Because we've sheltered down in peace this morning. And with the peace of God sheltering you, you'll be able to look at them and say this, nah, not even a little bit. You see, I'm sheltered in God's peace. And greater is my God than COVID-19. Greater is He than any panic. Greater is He than any chaos the enemy's trying to throw around. Greater is He than fear. Greater is He than anxiety. Greater is He than depression. Greater is He than everything that ever, ever faced me. Greater is my God yes. this morning. Yes. And then you can look at Him and you can say this. And by the way, there's a lot of room in this shelter. You want to come? Amen. And we have an opportunity, church, a time such as this, to be the church that God has called us to be, to stand up and be that which He's called us to be. Now I ask you to hold Psalms 91. And we're going to read the entire chapter this morning. But I'm going to focus on a couple of things out of, that, out of that, those 16 verses. So if you have your Bible or your iPad or your phone, go to Psalms 91 and read with me. And it says this. And I want to make sure that we get two words out of this entire thing. I want to make sure we get. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. You see what it says there? We have to live. We have to live under the shelter of the Most High because that's where you're going to get your rest. That's where you're going to get your peace. That's where you're going to get your joy and your comfort that you're looking for. It's not going to be in these other things. It's in the shelter. In verse 2, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I will trust Him. For He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. I've seen this chapter posted all over Facebook, all over Instagram, all over the place because of this specific. And I didn't even know about it really until I started studying this week. And the Lord said, I want you to read this entire thing. And I want to make sure that we do so. Verse 3, for He will rescue you from every trap everything that the enemy puts in your way for a trap to get you trapped into whatever it is God's got it he's going to protect you and rescue you from it he's going to protect you from the a deadly disease well that kind of fits for today whether or not you think it's as big as it is or not it's not just COVID-19 you know there's other diseases out there You know there's other sicknesses out there. There's other things. It's just funny how we focus on something at a time such as this. But this is not just for COVID-19. This is for everything that the enemy ever has thrown to the world. Verse 4, he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. And we've talked about that already, church. To start walking in his promises and not what the devil's showing you. Start standing on the promises of God and watch him turn your life around. Watch your family's life turn around. Why? Because we're sheltered in his peace. We're standing on the foundation of God and he is going to answer our prayers. 
Do not be afraid of the terrors of night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you, the Lord says. He says, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. And if you make the Lord, listen, it's always about stipulations with the Lord. If my people... If you do this, then I'm going to do this. You see, God don't have a problem keeping his end. we got the problem keeping our end. And so church, we've got to start holding our end up. And it says, if you make the Lord your refuge. If you make the Lord your shelter this morning. If you make the most high your shelter. Then this happens. Verse 10. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. And the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. And when they call upon me, God says, when they call upon me, I will answer. I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Do we not need that this morning, church? Then let's get on the right side of the the stipulation. If you do this, then I'll do this. Amen. Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Yes. The truth is, people have struggled with the question, why bad things happen to good people? I'm going to bust your bubble this morning. First of all, wrong question. There is no good people. Amen. The Bible says there's no good, no, not one, but Jesus Christ. Amen. God is ultimately more interested where you will spend eternity And not necessarily in how comfortable your life is here on this earth. He's worried about where you're going to be after the the travel's over. After the journey's over. He's worried about your heart this morning. Is it stuck in the panic? Is it stuck in the chaos? Or is it stuck in the shelter of His peace this morning? Truth is, church, sometimes people need a wake-up call. Sometimes we need a wake-up call. And God can and He will use things like this COVID-19 to wake up us out of our normal. To wake us out of... We have it. Look at 9-11. Everything went crazy. Churches were packed for two, almost three weeks. And then watch, you just started declining. Because why? We got back to normal. Church, let's not go back to normal. Let's stay sheltered in His peace this morning. Let's begin to walk in a whole new boldness that we've never walked before. And let's start telling people about Jesus Christ in a whole new way that we've never done before. Amen. Truth is, we don't have a lot of time left. There's not a whole bunch of grains of sand in that that timer this morning. God doesn't 
do these type of things. He doesn't allow these type of things to cause panic and chaos and, and fear. Remember, God doesn't do those things. But these things, these situations, because this is just the first of many in the last days. And these things should move us, His church, to always look to Him for every need that we have. Yes. It should make us move to always look to Him for our salvation. Always our peace. Always our joy. Always our comfort. Our happiness. Our rest. Everything else is not found in our jobs. None of this is found in our jobs. None of this is found in the food that we've stored up. None of, these, none of this is found in, in the clothes on your back. None of this is found even in the guns that you may have to protect yourself. All this is found simply in the shelter of our God's mighty, victorious, powerful hand that guides and protects and provides everything. Everything, church. So this morning, in closing, I would ask that we return to that shelter today and we would shelter in His peace, not just for these crazy days currently we're living in, but to live there, to set up permanent camp there, not to move back into where we were, our normal campground, but to stay sheltered in the peace of God this morning. Again, not for this day, but for all of our days. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you, Father, for the refreshment this morning. And God, I pack up my tent this morning out of my normal campground. And Lord, I find myself this morning at the doorstep of your shelter. At the the doorstep of your wings this morning. And God, I know there's room for me there. So Lord, let me come in. Let me move in this morning and shelter in peace this morning among all of the chaos, among all of the anxiety, amongst all the fear. Lord, I'll not receive it, but Lord, give me my salvation. Give me my joy. Give me the comfort, Lord, that only you can provide, Father God. And let me not stress or be concerned, Father, of of physical elements of food and clothes. You've already said you'll take care of those things. You'll take care of our needs. So, God, we rebuke the fear and the anxiety in that situation this morning. And this morning as a church, Lord, we, we stand at the edge of the doorstep to come into your shelter. To run to the Father this morning in your peace. And we give you honor and we give you praise. I ask your blessing, Father God, upon everyone this day. Keep them safe at your home, their homes. If they need to go to work, Lord, keep them safe. We already know the ifs, Lord, by your word. And so, God, we, we completely, at this moment in time, for some of us, maybe not even how to do this. This is something new. But, God, I'm going to trust you and lean not unto my own understanding. But I'm going to accept the peace that passes all understanding. All the how, all the why, all the when, Father God. I'm completely going to stand on you this morning. Lord, build my faith this morning. Because if I've got faith and my faith is building, I don't have room for fear. I don't have room for worry. I don't have room for for anxiety or depression. Lord God, I worship you this morning. 
And I ask, Father, that you would just go with us this day. Lord, let this message rest on our hearts and we'll forever give you the honor and the praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. God bless everybody. Have a blessed day and we'll talk to you soon. Amen. Nobody in the house, right?